Hey guys, welcome to That Game Show, the show that talks about all the stuff in the nerd world and all the stuff in between. I am your host, Chase Punker. Joining me today, he is the half-Asian sensation. It's Curtis Coe. Hello, everyone. It's one name to rule them all. It's Murph Murphy. How's it going, guys? And Player 4 has entered the game. It's Daniel Clegg. Hi, friends. All right. Thank you guys for joining me, and thank you guys very much for watching or listening, whether you're watching us on YouTube or listening to us via podcast. Thank you for making us a part of your day. Um, We had a one-week hiatus. Um, Stuff happened. Um, Like, you know, we had the Dark Souls 3 announcement, which I'm sure you guys went crazy, and I was like, I'm sure they're going to go crazy for it right now. Uh, You weren't wrong. Yes. Yeah. Um, But I think more importantly, the biggest piece of news ever... In the history ever. of ever was the the announcement of Pokemon Go. That's right. <laughs> it is now a, like with a uh, what's augmented reality Pokemon game called Pokemon Go, and it's gonna be taking over in the mobile market sometime in 2016. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a project that the late uh, Saturo Iwata was a part of, so this is like his last great thing. So guys. Oh is it a great idea or the greatest idea of Pokemon Go? I'll start right. off with Curtis. All right, there, Colbert. <laughs> so this is from a marketing perspective. This is brilliant. Okay, it is. It's, it's probably, in my opinion, okay, I might be wrong, but Pokemon is their, in some ways, their most marketable creation ever. Mm-hmm. They have the cards, they have the games, they have the figures, they have the pins, they, they have, have the TV no, show. TV show, they have, you know, the secondary TV show, manga, just about any type of medium you could ever have, Pokemon is there. Um, They're saying it's free. Now, the question, my question is, it's obviously a free-to-play model, okay? What is that model looking like? And secondly, how can I prevent my wife from accidentally walking into a really bad part of town because she's going to try to catch a Charizard? I don't think you can, Curtis. You can't catch a Charizard in the slums no. of Tampa. I, your, I know. Your wife's going mm. there. Yeah, that's that's the part I'm like, you're not allowed to go into certain parts of town while playing this game. <laughs> oh, what was it? I saw one. Think? I saw one meme, and it was like this island in Italy where they put a lot of like plague victims and there's like a mental uh, mental institution there and they're like people would the italian government no we don't have anybody there but there's a mistrevis over there take our dusk stone you're gonna need it for this journey <laughs> god I, I, oh, all right <laughs> i don't even know what she evolves to because I, I i stopped at that grandpa point. murph grandpa murph doesn't even know what a mischievous Mistri- she was in second it's generation a it's a pokemon okay. of some kind i i, I figured uh-huh. <laughs> I feel like for I feel like we should play the game. Granted, Curtis maybe Clegg might have this advantage of what's a Pokemon and what's not a Pokemon. I probably have a higher advantage, but my wife probably has the best advantage. Oh, my wife has everything. Yeah, I, I did. I did Generation One, and that's it. Yeah, oh, I, I did one. I did one and two. She still plays to this day, so I mean, yeah, yeah. I her still... her collection is impressive. Okay, yes. While is. you talk about it, I'm gonna try to write down some names. Oh God. Oh jeez. Yeah, okay. So so here's here's my problem. I don't think Pokemon is a good game mechanically. I can theming understand. theming wise, it's great. Story, whatever. Story doesn't count in terms of Pokemon. There's it's a story. Pretty... Exactly. Uh, like, but mechanically, 
Pokemon is not super satisfying to me. And then they've done this type of game before with the ARG, with the augmented reality, with Ingress, Google's whatever, green team, blue team. You got to collect the nodes. I mean, yeah, this is a thing you can play okay. right now. You can you can walk around and find the alien nodes in your town and mm. look at them. It's but the, the common theme is that you have to do things in the real world to unlock things in this right. v- virtual right. space, right? Yep. So, I mean, so like the game's going to work. Like that's not even a technical whatever. But like, is it a fun game? I think I think this is going to be really big because everyone wants to live the dream of traveling around to go find Pokemon, right? That's what you do in the game. You travel the world to go find these things, which can only spawn in certain locations at certain times. I'm sure they're going to put all kinds of different uh, restrictions on where these things can be found, right, to make it interesting. There's probably going to be partnerships where you go to Disneyland because that's the only place <laughs> oh, yeah. you can get a Clefairy or something. Mm-hmm. You know, They're, they're yeah. going to have those oh. location-based partnerships, I'm sure. Like- if, if, so if if there's I could like I could get excited about like if you're at like some kind of convention like maybe like a PokeCon or like Dragon Con like I went to last week, but uh uh like if like they did like a oh we got to fight the, the the big big Pokemon you're you're I don't know, what's what's the big the, the, there's, there's a million there. there's a what's, million what's like the, the legendary god Pokemon that created there's the like a bunch of them okay okay I mean, it, so you gotta so you have to get a whole like there's like a hundred yeah. people and they're all in a crowd and they're all fighting the same Pokemonster yeah and I don't say that in like oh Pokemon like no this is a oh, like, no, I understand giant I understand. Monster Hunter esque kind of monster with like hundreds of people throwing their Pikachu's and squirrels at it. Well, uh, I, I mean, if they will have that sort of multiplayer aspect to it. We know we, very little about this. Yeah, we do know that there is battling. They specifically have stated there's some form of battling that you can do between people um, and capturing, and that's about all we know right now. But I think there's so little about this that that has been revealed. Correct. That I'm, yeah. I'm really. Not not too excited about this. I also really don't like the whole uh, Pokemon dongle thing you have to purchase. It ties into a smartphone app. So what is this dongle doing for you other than being advertising for the Pokemon game? It's, it's just a wearable. It probably exactly. vibrates when you're near near a Pokemon or something. So like you that. look at your phone and you see your phone what's going can on. do that. Yeah, your but I mean, yeah. Look, Apple Watch. I don't understand it. I got friends who have it. Again, same thing. Your phone can do that, right? I mean, right, I, I, yeah. guess I don't understand the the dongle other than we need some more advertising for this game, which I guess is fine. You know, that's a marketing well, move. Well, here's here's so here's here's I'm going to throw this scenario at you. Uh, mom has mom has her phone. Kid has her has his dongle. They're at the you know they're at the supermarket, and the kid's what six and uh, eight, uh-huh. too young for a smartphone. But if he wants, like, if they're walking around the supermarket, he can tug on mom's arm and said, "Ooh, my uh, my pokey thing is vibrating. Can I can I see your phone?" Yeah. I suppose, yeah. Like, uh, okay, so, so you're right. There yeah. are some scenarios where it would be useful. Okay, let's, yeah, you convince me. Let's also right. throw just a just another piece out there. You know, this might actually be their payment model. The, oh, yeah. the game itself might be free. You know, you can do whatever you want in the game, but you have to buy this twenty dollar thing. Yep. You know, there you go. Problem I fixed. You have I a complete thought about it that way because you know the phone Makes is sense. essentially going to be a Pokedex, right? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, Pokedex in... was it was a smartphone basically. Yeah. <laughs> in the in the in the series before so... there were smartphones, may I add? Right. Exactly. Sure. <laughs> 
So that's very interesting. Uh, what I like about this uh, and the broader concept is that this is the first big push from Nintendo to do a smartphone application that I think is really going to take off. You know, oh, they're, yeah. they've done a lot of reorganiz- reorganizing in their in their company. They got a new president. All, all their heads of department have been shifted around so they can refocus their efforts. Um, and mobile is really big for them now moving forward, right? I think they announced a dozen games over the next two or three years. Right. And so, so. quite frankly, I kind of like the idea of maybe, hey, Nintendo sweeps into the app market, raises the expectation and prices a little bit. Uh-huh. Because right now it's it's just like a sea of garbage. Well, think it's about just getting freeware. Think yeah. about five, playing five bucks and getting to play Super Mario World on your you know Android or iPhone device. Right. That's sure, be huge. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. I like the I especially like the idea of like augmented reality because I'm glad that like this was something I'm I'm surprised it took Nintendo this long to do because Nintendo's always been about innovation more than graphics like I mean that's what oh. they did with the Wii it's what they did with the handhelds and so I mean, it's like I mean yeah there is like there is the Oculus Rift and everything like they have the 3DS like oh, the no. 3D without well I mean you I, got so this this here I'm in my hand I've got it. this is a this is a this is a plastic Google cardboard mm-hmm. and it this cost me 25 bucks it's it's sturdy I can throw you know whatever at it if you want a like a pre-built Google Cardboard that's made out of cardboard, that's five bucks. Yeah, right. And like the 3D's pretty good. It is. I've tried it out once. Um, but like what I was saying, like I'm I'm kind of surprised that Nintendo took this long. Like I'm not surprised that Nintendo's actually doing this because I feel like it was only a matter of time until they brought out Pokemon. Because I feel like that was that was the game that to be in augmented reality. Because you can't really do that with any other franchise that they have. I mean, I guess if you want to be creative, if they got into, like, the Oculus Rift, like, the VR style, you could technically do a good Metroid where, like, you could stick your arm out and your arm is now the gun, etc. like that, but... Mario Kart mm-hmm. would be good in VR, too. Yeah. I'd freaking dig that. So, uh, yeah, because I really want to see Luigi's smug face after he blue shells me <laughs> in awesome. VR. Just do the anger face driving by. <laughs> and... I mean, I think the the thing is, Nintendo is a Japanese company. Smartphones, while are popular, are not as popular as they are here in Japan. I think they've recently caught up. Or it was just a slower to adopt. Mm-hmm. For yeah. I don't know, I don't know why. I just know that it was. Yeah. So now, and, and as as a Japanese company and a very conservative Japanese company, they tend to move very slowly in yeah. changing their focus and you know shifting their direction as a company. They're just they're not as spry as. You know, your Sony, your Microsoft, your you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. At least they're not Konami, like you know. Yeah. Right. Well, I think what was funny is like I'm pretty That's sure we can all we yeah. can all agree that Konami's awful. Yes, we can all agree that. Um, I'm surprised that like they didn't announce this at E3, like if they were able to somehow like make it work earlier because like they could have won E3 just off that statement alone. Granted, I'm greatly exaggerating, but it's a. It's fact that, like, I don't, Sony, I, hey, Last Guardian, Nintendo, uh, Pokemon in real life. How about that? I don't, I don't think Nintendo cares about E3 anymore. I don't think they do. I don't yeah, think they, yeah. they just want to, they want to put out their Nintendo Directs, like, they, they know where their fan base is, and they, hey, if you own a Wii, or you own a Wii U, you can see our stuff, like, yeah. why, mm-hmm. why, why not? Especially also right. with, um, Direct Line. Yeah, Mario Maker just came out as well, and I know that's doing which very is, well. Yes. Yep. Which I thought was, um, it's a brilliant idea. Just to your point, Chase, really quickly, I want to talk uh, why they might not have talked about it before. 
um, or why they haven't done something like this before is maybe they haven't found the right thing. Maybe they've been working on projects behind the scene for years, and it's just kind of always come out very blah. Yeah. And this is the first one they found that's actually, they feel, deserves kind of that name recognition. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, this thing has definitely been in development for a couple of years, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. think, video games don't get made in six months. No, it's, absolutely it's a year not. thing. But yeah. I'm wondering if it's been like, you know, they've had other ideas for going into mobile, and they just, it's just not something they're really interested necessarily in those other things. They want something very specifically mobile, right? Yeah. So I think we, we can all agree this is a big one to keep our eyes on over the next year. Yes. Because I have a feeling this is really going to take off, kind of like the mm-hmm. the Amiibos have. No one really oh, yeah. thought that was going to take off. Those are kind of weird. You're I love, toys, I mean, kind of I... like Skylanders. Okay, Nintendo. They sold, what, like 8 eh. million? I love I love my Mega Man Amiibo. Like I certainly I don't have it out of the box. It's like I feel like I should, but I might play with it. No. It's like no, I'm just gonna keep you there. Yeah. All right. I think so, they have sold eight million in in America. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. The rare ones. Yeah, the rare right. ones are almost impossible to find. It's pretty ridiculous. Um. So. All right. I briefly just created a list of ten Pokemon. Some of them are real. Oh some of them are fake. Oh I'm gonna start Sorry. off with. Murph, then I'm going to go with Clegg, and then I'm going to go with Curtis. Because, Curtis, you have the better advantage. I want your guest to be last. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Here we go. Are we, all, are we all guessing on each we're, of them? We're all going to guess on each of them. Okay. okay. Murph. Whew. Chin Chow. That's, uh, that's, that's fake. Clegg. Chin Chow. That sounds like, not to be racist, but something oriental. Well, Pokemon like, is like from Japan. It sounds like a dog. <laughs> See, yeah, I think it's like a, like a chinchilla chap. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it like, like a dog. A, it, sounds like it's a, it sounds like a breed of dog, actually. Yeah. Uh-huh. Curtis? Uh, I actually think it's a Pokemon. It is real. It is a Pokemon. <sighs> All right. I, I will not is be Is it a dog best. Pokemon? I don't I think know. So. I just went on Wikipedia and looked at the list. I, th- I think it's a, a poodle Pokemon. If it is a poodle Pokemon, then it actually makes sense. I mean, they named no, an owl Pokemon a Hoochie. Chow is actually a um, one of those lanternfish kind of yeah. looking Pokemon. All right. Gligar. Murph? Gligar. Uh... <sighs> so the Japanese, they like their kaiju. That kind of sounds like a, like a kaiju. I'm going to go with real. Clegg? That sounds like a combo between a Goldine and a Gengar. I'm going to go with real. Jet? I'm going to go with false. I don't think it's a real... It is a real Pokemon. Yes! We wow. are tied at one. Wait, well, is it a combination between a Goldine and Gengar? G-L-I-G-A-R. G-L-I-G-A-R. Oh, it's like a crab bat thing. Oh, okay. That's Gligar, by the way. Gligar? Oh. Yeah. Okay. okay. I would not have. All right. Not what I thought right. it was at all. Chaozu. <laughs> that's that's a that's a uh, that's a Dragon Ball Z character, isn't it? You tell me. I said no. I'm going to say that's that's Dragon Ball Z. Clegg. If you're, if you're watching Dragon Ball Z proper, it is a Dragon Ball Z character. If you're watching Dragon Ball Z abridged, it's totally a Pokemon. Double points for Cle- no. Uh, uh, Jet. I'm. Are, yeah, are it's know. not a Pokemon. Yeah, it's it's not that's, a Pokemon. What's that that crazy looking like tiny? Yeah, like, yes. mind, <laughs> yeah, a little brand, uh, But, but in DBZ abridged, Nappa, who is an idiot in that in that uh, parody series, thinks he's a Pokemon. All right, you can see that. <laughs> Throws a Pokeball at him. It's a right Otherwise, Delcaddy, Murph, Delcaddy. Yeah, sure, that's a Pokemon. Clegg? 
No, I don't think so, because Caddy is weird. I don't yeah, think so. there's a lot of cat Pokemon. Jet? I think it's a Pokemon. It is, in fact, a Pokemon. Yeah! Is it a cat? I don't know. I just looked I it up. Let me find out. How do you I'll spell it? it up. D-E-L-C-A-T-T-Y. Yes, yeah, it's, it is. Did I pronounce it correctly? Yeah, that's no some kind of some kind of like cat spike thing. Yeah, yeah evolves from Skitty, which is not like an Eevee. Looks just it's like a Kitty. It, mm-hmm. it is okay. a Kitty. Mm-hmm. Raycon, right. Murph. That is a convention where you shoot ray right. guns. <laughs> no, no, it's a convention for Rayman specifically. Oh, okay, Rayman. Yeah, all right. Clegg. <laughs> uh, no, it's a Rayman convention. You so, all right, Jet. I'm gonna say no. Yeah, it is not a Pokemon. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Ha. Huh. Cool. Right. Can't fool me. I'm the very best Pokemon master. Oh, it's number one. Ever was. Gary sucks. <laughs> Here you go, Murph. You're getting there. Spell you later. Anyways. Piggy walk. Murph. I'm sorry. Did you say piggy walk? Piggy walk. Like, as in, it is a pig that an Ewok from episode six found. Yeah. Right. It's like Mandar Pig, but it's a piggy walk. Piggy walk, okay. Um, sure. I think this, this is the piggy walk. I... Yeah, P-I-G-G-Y-W-O-K. Oh, oh pig, pig walk. Piggy pig walk. walk. P-I-G-G-Y-W-O-K. Oh, um, I bet it is a pig that has a, a walk on its head. That's, <laughs> that's kind of how Pokemon are. So like, the, like the chef guy from Kirby? <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Since that's also uh, a Nintendo property, I'm yeah. going to agree with Murph. I think it's a Pokemon. You think it's a Pokemon? I do. Uh, to be contrary, but... I'm going to say it's not a Pokemon. It is in fact not a Pokemon. Curtis gets the point. Uh, you got me with your my love. Of... Oh wait, I don't like Ewoks. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't like the Yub Yubs. Nope. No Yub Yub. Yub Yub. Nup top. Da, da, I'm sorry, da, da, what? Nuptop. Look. What? Nuptop. It's there's it's Ewok speech. N U P T U P. Nuptop. Oh, this this is a Pokemon. Oh, 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 oh I thought you I thought you were doing <laughs> I thought you were still going yeah. on Ewok. I thought you were going some Ewok like No. Taunt, taunt. Like say, they're, yes, they're, yeah, they're, what was it again? Like, it was they're like banging on the stormtrooper nup-tup. heads. Yeah. Nuptop. They're doing yup yup. Yes. N u p t u p. Yes. Yeah, sure. It, it's it's a it's a it's a nut nope. Pokemon. Clegg. No, it's an Ewok explicative for White Devil, referring to the Stormtroopers. So no. Oh. Okay. Curtis. I don't say it's not a Pokemon. It is in fact not a Pokemon. Oh. Ah. I got fooled. I got fooled by your Ewok. By your nub top. <laughs> It's five to three to three. Jet is leading. Woo, Pokemon. Quadrio. Murph. What? What is that? Quadrio. Q U A D R I O. Oh, so it's 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 like dug dug trio except it's four. Uh-huh. So yeah, we'll right. go with that. It's the fourth. Uh, four. It's you got to have the sequel to the popular third one, except it's right. not quite as good. Kind of like I agree. Genesis. I'm gonna. Dis- <laughs> I'm gonna disagree. Curtis is oh, right. I made what? it up. They didn't evolve the the, the, 
They, they get really lazy after the Look, evolution. That, that's I mean, pretty... after the, yeah, after like Generation Two, I... like Suda Woodoo looked like something a five year old drew. I'm just they, saying, if, after if make... after the third evolution, it's always mega whatever. Oh. It was good logic, Murph. I agree. It was yeah. good logic, though. Like you could have like Pentigo. Yeah, yeah. Pentigo. <laughs> uh-huh. Then it's just like a, a, a yeah. millionigo. Um, sounds a little bit too. Wrong, that that right? almost sounded racist. Yeah, I apologize. <laughs> um, Lopani or Lopani. Sure. Yeah. At this point. L O P U N N Y. Yeah, it, it's a lemon and a bunny. All right. So you say you're saying <laughs> it's a Pokemon? I've cracked, I've cracked the code. Lemon and a bunny. If you just, you just <laughs> all right. You so get Murph, them two things together. Murph thinks it's yes. a Pokemon. Clegg. I think you made that up. That doesn't sound. Uh, that doesn't sound real. No. Curtis, I think it's made up as well. It is a real Pokemon, Murph, with the point. Oh, is it? All right. oh, what, what is, is, it? is it? Okay, I don't know. I just looked oh, up names name. that sounded How ridiculous. Do How do you spell it? L O P U N N Y. Oh my god! Oh my god what it is, is that? a yellow bunny. You're right. Yes. Oh, is it right. really? Yes, it is. Yellow... See, I cracked like, the. Crack it's a yellow the and brown bunny thing. Oh, make sure you keep on safe search when you look up that one. <laughs> god, Ooh, there right. are some things that you don't want to see. All right. Final one. Oh my. Fernwall. Murph? No, that's that F E R N W H A L. Oh, like like a whale. It's like a furnace and a narwhal, so sure. <laughs> Your logic is so awesome. His logic is sound. I mean, <laughs> Clegg. I think that's Pokemon. The, I think it is the lesser known second sequel to Fern Gully. Fern Wall. Wall. Uh, so, Which, no, not oh book. my god. Wait, wait, what was what was it? Learn, learn Fernwall. Uh, Fernwall. Fernwall. F-E-R-N-W-H-A-L. I don't think it's a Pokemon. I have no idea what it is, though. All right, so Murph said no. Clegg said... I said yes. Oh, Cur- yeah, Murph, said, uh, Murph yes. said yes. Clegg said, said... I said no. And Jess says no. It is, in fact, not a Pokemon. Ah, oh, uh-huh. it. it should be a movie. <laughs> Curtis has seven points. Well. Clegg had four... And Murph also had four. And that was Pokemon or Fogemon. I made that up right on the spot. Not that bad. Not that bad. Speaking of things that just don't end, have you guys seen the new Transporter movie yet? No. No, I heard it it wasn't terribly good. It's... It's not bad. Like Ray Stevenson's good in it, and I think he's the one redeeming character. I hate the female that's in it. But, like, before, I was like, okay, this is a transporter movie without Jason Statham. I don't know if I can watch this yeah. because... What are they... Is it, like, a straight-to-video or a straight-to-Netflix? No, it, it, or... it's a reboot. That's what it really is. Oh. And the girlfriend and, and I, we, we went on a romantic date and watched it in IMAX. And right. it wasn't, well, like... Yeah. It had the, t- the typical, like, transporter, like, really stupid stunts, like... That are awesome? Yeah, like, yeah. you know how, like, in the second one, like, he goes off a ramp and happens to hit a crane that takes off the bomb in his car? Yeah. Like, yeah. stuff like that. Like, one of them was, he reaches a roundabout that would just happens to have three fire hydrants and hits all three of them, and, like, the motorcyclists, like, just happen to hit the water, and, oh, there they all go. And then, Well, if, if you're a motorcyclist, wouldn't you want rather them, like, hit... Like a hydrant, like that would just stop him. Yeah, 
Yeah. And then, I'm just saying. Uh, oh, no. And then it gets better. Like, towards the end, this isn't a spoiler. This actually happens in the movie, and it's kind of irrelevant, but at the same time, it's like, what? Um, He goes on a jet ski, goes onto the sand, jumps off the jet ski, proceeds to go in a motion with his hands back behind his head, feet first into a moving vehicle, breaks through, and kicks out the driver. <laughs> uh, I think Brock Simpson pulled that one. I, I'm pretty uh-huh. sure. Like, well, it's Ed Screen plays the transporter, the guy from Game of Thrones. I don't know what character he was. He probably died in Game of Thrones, for all I know. Probably. And probably, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a pretty good bet. Yeah, good bet. <laughs> it's a fairly decent bet. And he didn't do a bad job. I liked Ray Stevenson more. The girl, the girl antagonist, I guess you could say. I hated her. Um. Ray Stevenson was good. I think it's the only the redeeming quality. And I saw it's like I, I think with a movie like that though, you go into it expecting to see yeah. Just, I mean, it's like ridiculousness. And as long as they embrace that in their movie, they don't take it too seriously. Yeah, think, exactly. Yeah. Like I mean, I'm going into to watch the action. It's like re- reading a Playboy for the articles. Like no one does that. I'm going in <laughs> for like the nonsensical stuff that you know, you know, I go to expect. And like with this, I expect like a whole bunch of like car stunts and uh, everything. And what's weird is, like, I think, like, every establishing shot was, like, used in an Audi commercial. Because it's like, oh, we're in Italy. Here's an Audi. Oh, we're going to pull into a parking garage. Here's an Audi. And then what's even worse, it's like, should we have the black one in or the silver one in? It's like, uh, why not both? And they have them go into a black one. He goes, oh, no, we're being tailed. Let's go into the silver Audi instead. But goes to the parking garage. They all transfer into the car and they go, whoop. Sorry, this had to happen. Boom! And explode the other Audi. So apparently, <laughs> Audis are great, have great uh, power stealing, great maneuverability, and great on explosions. Uh-huh, sure. So overall, wait for Netflix and watch it, or wait for a second running of it, because it's entertaining, but by God, that story is just, just yeah. awful. Can we just mm-hmm. equate it to, to pretty much a Jackie Chan movie? It, Yeah, we can. Like, okay. I, I think one of the big ones I remember for Jackie Chan was, uh, Who Am I? Oh, yeah, that one was... And I was like, well, I'm supposed to start, like, I'm supposed to, like, start liking Jackie Chan movies, and I'm watching this, and I'm like, what, what is going on? That's pretty uh, normal for Jackie Chan yeah. movies. No, I... Lost in translation. Yeah. Or, uh, do you ever watch Miracles with Jackie Chan? Did you guys ever watch that one? Oh my nope. gosh, I remember watching that as a kid, and there's one scene where they're at the harbor, and they, the inspector's there, and Jackie Chan's like a criminal, and he's like coming home, like, you need, somebody needs to distract the officer, and the officer's coming by, holding a banner as well, welcoming somebody, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, sir, is this your banner? Why, yes, yes it is. Boom! And just punches him right in the face, and the guy goes down. Next scene later, goes up to the police officer, again, it's like, oh, hey, inspector, how's your eye? Oh, it's good, how'd you know about it? I, I, I'm the one that punched you. Oh, are you t- here to turn yourself in? No, I'm here to darken the other. And punches him right in the other eye. <laughs> what? Wow. I know, uh, it was glorious. All right, uh, enough of me rambling. I remember what I wanted to talk about. Um, So, another big thing that happened, that's not getting a lot of publicity, but I feel like in the in the world of esports, it's something to talk about. A big, uh, according to Polygon.com, a big cheating scandal happened at the... What what's the tournament called, Clegg? I for, I just forgot uh, the name. Uh, last call. The last call, something. yeah. The Hearthstone last call tournament that ESL was holding. ESL is a it's held by a third party, but it is a Blizzard partner nonetheless. 
a guy was apparently with the Blizzard tournaments nowadays. I did not know this. You're supposed to have only three decks, and with these three decks, you have to win with each deck. So you can't. So you, let's say I have like a hunter, mage, warrior. I have to win a game with a hunter, a game with a mage, and a game with the warrior. So and, and you cannot double up on a class. You, and you can't have two mages or two correct. warlocks. Mm. Correct. And so you are asked to upload the screen, and then they eventually found out that one of the guys was actually carrying multiple decks. And all that ESL did, mind you, the prize is to go to BlizzCon, which is kind of a big deal. The the ESL was like, you know, don't do it again. Mind you, the finals of a tournament. Was it definitively proven that he did it, or yes. was it just suspected? Okay. No, it is, it is it definitively proven. Definitively proven that he had more than one copy of a class deck. Like he had two hunters, for example. He had it all not... nine slots filled. Right, and that well, mm-hmm. that could have been one of each, one of each class because there are nine classes. Yes, but no, he had two of a class. It was not definitively proven that he was using more than one of a class. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. So there's no way to tell if he had uh, cheated by bringing more than one deck, more than one class deck right. to the tournament, um, or, or using more than one. Right. He did bring more than one, which is well, not allowed in the rules. I'm pretty sure that. Blizzard has a deck list of whatever the game, like the games that he played. Like, so if Blizzard really wanted to know, they could know. But either way, but, like I, I think yeah. this is like he probably no, like you. Mm, that's the one thing I want to ask is it's hard because the rules state you cannot bring more than oh. one uh, yeah. class deck to the tournament, which he he broke. Yeah, he, broke did not, he did not. Yeah, he did not use them, which is why they were lenient on him as far as punishment. But all right, so I'm going to ask you this, Grant. I know Clay kind of answered it. Did they go too lenient on the punishment? And also, do you think that this will affect future Blizzard games and tournaments? We'll start off with Daniel Clegg, our Hearthstone master. Uh, well, I well, <laughs> master's good. Well, you you're better than me, and I like, and I haven't played. Curtis. Sure, yeah, by that definition, we'll yes. take that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think this is an issue for the next few months because I would be astounded if we don't see a tournament mode implemented in the game in the next year. And oh. and yeah. when that happens, they will build in locks and restrictions so that you cannot hack the system, essentially. They'll have you lock in decks, and then you'll play with them, right? They'll have varying formats, like they've had two or three formats over the last two years of this game's lifespan, um, and they'll include those, and there will be systems in place to stop this from happening. It's interesting for the next you know, six months while we wait for that feature to pop up, but they said they've worked, they, they have said that they're working on it. See, and I would want to say that I think they're trying not to be Magic Online because, like, it's a different audience. And the problem with when you run a Magic Online tournament is even in, like, a like a short tournament, it can be, like, four or five hours if you go all the way to the finals because everyone has to finish a game. And then I guess they have to win three out of three. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, is it's it... best of five. Yeah, it's best oh, of five. Yeah, so they have to win three games. Good mm-hmm. Lord. So like that, what that could be an hour a match, and then if there's you know what nine rounds probably. Well, I mean, granted, uh, I, how many cards are used in a Magic Online tournament? A lot. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, with with Hearthstone, it's only thirty cards. Well, it's well with, the thing with Magic Online is that like it's built into the UI. Like you, like you, you lock in a deck, and then that's your deck. Yeah. 
and like that's like it it just like the the UI runs itself. Uh, granted, it it often crashes and then people get dropped and it's terrible, but like but there's Blizzard and that won't happen, right? Well, well, I mean, yeah, to be fair, like if any company that would do it right, it would be Blizzard. It's going to take them five years, sure. but they'll, they'll get right. it right. And that's just uh, the I mean, patch. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Love I, you, Blizzard. I, I saying, Murph, in that the, the, the tournament feature would not be a um, game-defining mode where everyone who plays Hearthstone would be taking part of it because it caters to the top 10% of players, right? Not right. everyone is going to be using it. But I do think they recognize it is an extremely important tool in the esports scene, which they, they have embraced. Right. I mean, I mean, they've kind of done it before already with arena matches, right? Like, you can't swap out your arena deck. Right. There you go. Perfect example. Like, You're stuck with that until you you lose three times or you win 12 times. Yeah. Jet, what do you have to say? Um, uh, I'm going to just go, I don't play a lot of Hearthstone, so I'm just uh-huh. going to say this. They cheated. Sorry, you cheated. You Not necessarily cheated, but you broke the rules. Yeah, especially um, when you're at regardless, the Regardless... Regardless of what it is, I mean, this is kind of. Uh, let, let me put it this way: if it was League of Legends or it was Dota Two, it would be instant ban. There would yes. be no questions. Oh, yeah. They would be kicked mm-hmm. out. Likewise, Counter Strike, it would be the same thing. So, in my opinion, you hold the same rules for everybody. They break the rules, they get kicked out. Yeah, I mean, right? there there's been like tournament eliminations in Magic where like a guy has a 16 card out of a 15, mm-hmm. and and one of those 16 cards is a basic land or, or like a, a duplicate or something. Like, like they don't or play. An accidental yeah. know, entry. Like people, or, or if you have. If you have a 14 card sideboard, they'll yep, you're out of the tournament. Like, right. like I, I, the shop I go to to play my board games and you know my RPGs, they have Magic tournaments all the time, and they're they're always watching. So I mean, and just the slightest thing can get you kicked out. Having the wrong backs can get you kicked out. Oh yeah, I agree, I agree with Curtis. You have to be very consistent in your rules. Yeah. Yes. Let me give you an, another example, <clears throat> uh, Chase. If you and I were playing Hearthstone in one of these tournaments, and you were just wailing on me, really kicking my butt. And um, we had a disconnect. Mm-hmm. It was completely evident in the game that I was not going to win. However, if you did not have lethal on the board, meaning you would kill me next turn, tournament rules, to, as they typically are used in the esports scene, say we have to replay the match, which mm. is advantageous to me. Yeah, but, but that seems that it, kind of rife right for abuse. Right, sure. But that's why they, they try to do these things land where the yeah, right. uh, mm-hmm. overseers have control over that sort of yeah. you know and I, background I fe- te- technical feature. Yeah. Um, I I realize like with this Hearthstone tournament, first off, I completely agree with Curtis and the fact that when you when you Hearthstone's not prestigious as of yet, but it's trying to be. Th- it's about to be there. League of Legends like flat out kicks out its best players for just toxic behavior. Like if you're a bad represent representative of the game, they will kick you out. Is that's the one thing I respect about them? I'm not sure if Dota 2 does it or if Counter Strike does they it. They do as well. All right, then, then you know what? More props to them because I they hurt the community. Like that's the one thing I hate with cheating. I hate cheating. Like, I hate, like, people that do it because it's like, I don't mind if you bend the rules a little bit, like, you're thinking outside the box, but at the same time, like, if you're flat out cheating, like, especially in this type of scenario, like, Blizzard needs to have, like, actual sanctioned tournaments, like, with supervision because this online stuff, like, it doesn't work. If you can hold a convention, you can hold a tournament, and it's probably much cheaper as well. It might be cheaper 
I mean, I don't know. It's not necessarily free for your participants, though. Like, even if Blizzard said, all right, yeah, we'll put you up in a hotel and fly you out there to California, Murph. I don't I couldn't go because I, I have work. Like, right. Well, I want to I want to counter one thing you guys are saying. This was a tournament put on by by ESL. ESL who not, is it? Not Blizzard. Yes, they are an ESL like if they're an esports league, mind you, also partners of Blizzard. Like they're a Blizzard partner, so Blizzard should have a hand in this. Like one supervision, like one supervisor on each deck could have easily done it. Like and one on each computer or each iPad or whichever could have easily prevented this. And like, excuse me. I also oh, saw many of these tournaments are online only where the players are not in the same location. So you yeah. can't have an overseer unless you're sending a, a rep out to wherever these players live. Yeah. You know, yeah. something as yeah. simple as, you know, maybe a webcam or something like that yeah. might work. Well, that or, case. you know, what would have worked is just a, a deck list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well they do that. They require deck lists. And they require screenshots showing these are the three decks I'm bringing. You can oh. see my UI right now, and there are only three. Well, I mean, I mean, he had to show. Hmm. I guess like the fact that there was a deck list, like you could, you could kind if you played, yeah. yeah, like if you, you could see, like because in Hearthstone you draw ninety percent of your deck most of the time for, for most of the game, yeah. sure, yeah, like two thirds of it at least. Well, another thing, like I, I, like another thing I noticed, like I watched it here is the Storm Tournament, and like they weren't playing at the arena they were playing at each other, at home with each other's computers and i feel like mm-hmm. you're you're so susceptible to cheating it's not even funny and it's like i feel like blizzard if you're yeah. wanting to do this if you're trying to take advantage of this esports game which you have a game that can do it and could bring in a good amount of people you make it so you make it so susceptible to cheating and violations like you yeah, need to but prevent I mean, that Unless it's like like world whatever, I don't think you're. There's just for the players, it's impractical to not do it at your house. Like that's just the thing. Sorry, like but people. Right. No, nobody. Like there are professional athletes out there. No, no. I mean, you're not one of them. <laughs> at, at, a, at a scene like the Hearthstone World Championships, which take place at BlizzCon, everyone flies yeah. to the same location where everything can be controlled and and overseen by by blizzard right at the north american championships i think they did the same thing where everyone went to a central location um i think the only solution to anything less than that when people are limited to playing online from wherever they live is the game itself has to take these restrictions and gameplay modes and all these requirements into account and build it in I mean, but cheating's a big business as well. Like, there's uh, somebody did like some kind of expose and went to like the people who do like server side or I guess it's client side, but you know, client like you. Population, yeah. Well, yeah, and then they have like there's like DRM on the cheating engines thing. Like, you pay a monthly subscription uh, to to use their cheat engine, and right. they like authenticate to their server. It's it's crazy how much money is in, involved in that sort of stuff. But it, in to counter that, I would go with what Chase was saying, where that is where the publishing company like Blizzard needs to build in, you know, mm. security restrictions and you know whatever malware detection uh, uh, systems but, are required to counter that sort of thing. Uh, my, my issue with that, okay, and this is actually from stuff I've been studying, is that's almost impossible. The stuff right. you're talking about, you can never protect against everything. It's impossible. The only it way you can prevent it. Impossible. The only way you can prevent it is by having everybody in the room. Building your, compu- yeah, mm-hmm. building your own computer. Yeah, building your own computers. You know what's on the computer, etc. Yeah. Yep. Pretty much. 
So, so it's a re- it's a real problem across the entire esports industry because you're right. As long as cheating exists, and as long as there's money on the line, cheating will exist. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can never weed out 100 percent of it. Yeah, it's just it's yeah, part, I... part of the scene, unfortunately. And it's the same way for real sports. Yeah, it there's is. There's cheating going on. But at the same time, Deflation. there's going to be that point where they can't cheat, and then, I mean, yeah, then rubber hits the road. Yeah, I mean, it, and that's what I think that happened. I forget who it happened to. I think it happened to a Counter Strike team one time where they were cheating. You know, they can nobody can prove it, and then they said, "Okay, we're going to do an in-person tournament." And they got wrecked. They got. It was pretty pitiful how badly they got schooled, and it's because yeah. they can't use their cheat engines. Yeah. Um, Interesting. It's it's a very first off great contribution by everybody. Um, I I will pay attention to this as it goes along, and especially with esports now is becoming a much bigger and bigger thing as hitting much much more media outlets as well. Uh, we'll see how this story comes in the near future. So, um, final topic for the night. Um, I recently I, I probably sound awful. I've been like I was about to hack up Alugia, so I was making a very heated discussion. I'm recovering from, like, a head cold. Um, I was just pretty much full of just phlegm. Like, it was disgusting. It was like, I want to play a game, but the problem is that, like, my brain, it can't fully function. So it's like, I can't play a nice story-driven game because it's like, I want to focus and stuff. So, guys, I ask you, what is a good game to play while you're sick? And I will start off with Murph Murphy. Well, so if I'm sick, I'm in my bed, I'm wrapped up, and I don't get sick often because I have a dwarven constitution, apparently, <laughs> to go to match my height. So you're, uh, you get uh, advantage on your saving throws? Exactly. Uh-huh. Right, constitution. So I, I really, so anything that's on my phone is what I'm, I'm currently, you know, what I'm playing. Uh, it, so recently, that was the original Final Fantasy was on my phone because. Oh uh, man, number story's one. Story's not. Yep, story's not great in that one, guys. Uh, but I mean, Hearthstone's on there now. Um, I also got Lifeline, which is an interesting one. If you feel like that, 80 Days, fantastic, kind of. But it's more story driven. It's kind of just like reading. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, if I'm if I'm sick, I don't want to. I just want to phone, mm, phone in face. <laughs> wait wait, hold up your phone again. It's an otter box. We had. Uh, I have the Twinsies. Mine's broken. Uh, Clegg. Oh, uh, well, I agree with everything uh, Murph just said, uh, and you made a good point, Chase. Nothing with story, because you can't focus or appreciate good or bad uh, writing, right? So uh, anything with repetitive gameplay, most recently I've been doing, not that I've been sick, but a game I would play if I were sick, um, or any of those repetitive um, base-building games like uh, Fallout Shelter, or T- Tiny Tower, mm. or the Star Wars equivalent, which I've played for a while, but can't remember the name of now. And it's all Tiny uh, Death Star. Tiny Death Star, yeah, of course. Tiny Death Star, Tiny Tower. Um, those just make you log in every few hours to check on the progress of things going on in the background, and since you're stuck in bed for you know a day or two, it's a perfect opportunity to just check in in between naps, right? So yeah. repetitive gameplay, iOS games for me. Yeah. Mm. Jet? Um... I actually have to agree with all these guys. I mean, oh, um, no, I mean, the big I mean, one. Dark Souls. Only Dark Souls. Yeah, only Dark Souls. <laughs> ah, no, I'm not that hardcore. I want to feel that's, worse. That's the hardcore of the hardcore. No, uh, well, actually, Clegg can attest to this. I was really sick when Dark Souls 2 was out, first came out, and I was coughing and, like, sneezing and stuff, and I was still playing through it. But um, 
generally, I don't play video games when I'm sick because I usually just sleep and eat. And that's kind of what I do when I get sick. Um, but when I recently I've gotten this game on my phone called Bloons, uh, Bloons TD5, uh, and tower defenses oh, are just great. Tower for that defenses game, so. are really good. I, yeah. yeah, yeah, they are. And so oh, it's I just some, it's really simple. It's a little bit slower paced. It's you know it doesn't have a lot of active things that you have to do while playing it, but it kind of gets that still that very satisfying kind of gamey feel to it. Yeah. Like I tried playing Hearthstone, it's like, uh, eh, this I have to be strategic, and I really don't want to be strategic. I thought about like playing Painkiller, just because like oh mindless gosh. violence and just like, all right, I just hit the trigger down, and I'm just gonna go like this and just kill everything. Um, Anything competitive, I agree, is no good. Yeah, it's I not. would like to throw another one out that I just thought of. A Pokemon is great when you're sick. <laughs> great when you're sick. You um, don't have a great story, but it's there. I did Rogue Legacy and that was... I'm, I'm getting back onto Rogue Legacy again. I beat it once. I'm trying to do the New Game Plus. Like, for the first time ever, I'm doing a New Game Plus. Um, and it's like, I could do it, but at the same time, it's just like, oh, I died. Oh, I'm dying. So, I thought that was cool. I tried... Uh, it was fun, at least, still. I, I'm trying out um, Sly Cooper 2, Band of Thieves. I think it's Band of, oh, I think I it's called Band of Thieves. That's yeah. a good game. Yeah, that's a good mm-hmm. one. Yeah. PlayStation it's fun. 2? I think it's the second... Yeah, I think it's PlayStation yeah. 2. Uh, yeah, because it started on PlayStation 2, so yeah. Yes. And so, it's like it's fun, but at the same time, it's like... I, I played it for a little bit, and I stopped, and I'm like, oh, I'm getting back into it. Oh, what do I do? You know what? This is this is just too much. I didn't want to do Tales of Symphonia, because that's way too much reading, and I, yeah. I don't want to pay attention to everything. Um... I suddenly just got, like, I missed, like, the Warcraft thing. Like, well, besides Dota, obviously, what was the best mm-hmm. mod that came out in Warcraft 3? Enfos. Yeah, I loved Enfos, too. Enfos was really good. Did, um, so this was back in my day when I was playing StarCraft. They had a Godzilla mode where you, you had an, an you had a, like, a crazy ultralisk, like, a million hit points. And, and like instant kill on on damage, and then everyone else just got like a a crazy base with like building up like was up to like a hundred percent faster and all that, and then mm-hmm. so like it was just like it was he was Godzilla, and he had to fight the rest of like the bases. Did anyone huh. ever make? I've like heard that? I've heard oh. of that one. They did make yeah. one for Warcraft. I remember playing that okay. one, and I'm awful. I was awful at it, uh, and <laughs> everybody yelled at me, so I never played. <laughs> when you said like there's a bunch of bases, I'm like, I'm just like. Please make an Ace of Base reference. Please oh, make an Ace of Base reference. Well, you see, they're the aces of base. Yeah. Uh, I love Green <laughs> T. Like I love Green TD. Like Green TD was one of my favorites. Um, like I remember, it was the first TD that I ever played, and I know uh, I, actually Plague right. and Jet were were there when I first played it, and I was just god awful. And what is what is what is that? What is it? Um, do you want to explain it? Uh, yes, please. You you explain? Oh, okay. I mean, I can't explain it. Pretty much, Green TD is you have you know. All these creeps are like set along a path, and your job is to kill all of them before they reach a base. You're only allowed to like have a certain mm-hmm. amount. Like, you know, if it's on easy, it's like defense. fifty. Yeah, it's tower defense. Like, it's a very basic one, but it's very fun with how basic it is. And the at the first time, I was just like god awful. But like as I started playing the 
like I just remember like Clegg and uh, Jet were like, you know, what? why don't we just put you over here where that gets only like <laughs> one creep play? Let's not have you <laughs> yeah. be. Well, and see, that was actually the issue is the easier places are when you get more, and the harder ones are when you get the less. And I didn't think about that yeah. at the time. But I I got better over time, and eventually soloed hit humble brag. But um, it it was just a fun TD just to play with friends like that and Warhammer TD. I thought it was a lot yeah, of fun. It was fun. I always preferred that one over Green TD because Green TD, you had set places where you could build your towers, yes. and mm-hmm. the path was always the same for the creeps. Whereas War- Warhammer, you made your own maze. I hated. Right? I hated trying to make my own types maze. of TDs. I really enjoyed making your own yeah. maze because you could come up with really weird shapes. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. like that's just way too complex for me. Because I just did the 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 the. Back and forth. Back and forth. Oh, I, love, I love the spiral. The spiral. The spiral. I could oh, never oh. spiral. Oh my gosh. Um, just, <laughs> just as another one, and this actually ties into a game that actually just came out recently. Um, there was a mod, I think it was called Dawn of the Dead for Warcraft 3, and you would control one space marine, and you would go around and you would fight off zombie hordes and stuff like that. And um, they just recently came out with a full version of the game, which is called Red Solstice. Okay. Um, Looks pretty interesting, but I have heard both good and awful things about it. So, I also so, loved um, cool. Custom Hero Builder, where you yeah. you made like you took like a base hero, and then like you added like special abilities to it. So it's like, all right, I'm gonna have you cleave, and when you cleave, you're gonna do a 200 percent. Like you can just upgrade it over time to make it like 200 percent. So you kill one person, and then you just happen to kill like the entire other wave that is just behind him. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like if it's AOE, oh I've so got it. Single target, oh I'm so screwed. I don't know if you guys remember this one, but there was a skating game where you would go on ice as Illidan. Yes. Yeah, I, I remember, remember it vaguely. I remember that you were so horrible at that. For for people that uh, ice worked in Warcraft three, where you couldn't really control where your units would go, they kind of slide around a little bit. And so they made this game where everybody played a different color Illidan, and you would get on this ice rink, and it was this ridiculous ice rink with had all these obstacles and stuff like that. The game lasted normally about thirty seconds, yeah, because uh-huh. basically it was an obstacle course, and most of you would just fall off the edge like at with, the start. With three minutes of loading time beforehand, yes. by the way, right? <laughs> yeah. So it was one of those games that you would like, you know, try to get across, and everyone would be swearing, um, Mario's cart esque kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Shenanigans wouldn't chew. What was like, the one game? It was something versus sheep, where like, oh. Uh, it was a tower defense? It wasn't a tower defense. You played as a hero. Each hero had, like, certain abilities and stuff, and your goal was to kill sheep. And, like, the more sheep no you killed, the more mm. that spawned over there, and etc., etc. Let me... Sh- no, no. Uh, no. Is it rabbits versus sheep? I think it's rabbits versus sheep, yes. I remember we played that for a little bit as well. There's too many to name. The... Did you all see the StarCraft Two cinematic for Legacy of the Void yes. that came out? Yesterday uh, or today? It's, is it a Blizzard cinematic? It's a Blizzard cinematic, Murph. Yeah, it's pretty. Right. It's, it's pretty. really pretty. It's real pretty. I saw one Legacy of the Void uh, cinematic. I'm like, wow, this is really beautiful. What is this game? Legacy of the Void. Whoop! I'm not playing uh, this game. Turn oh, off. 
The StarCraft story is so good. I know. Like, I hear it's really good, but it's like, I just suck at RTSs. Like, I just, I can't do it for some reason. Like, <laughs> Murph, wait, wait, Murph, how are you at RTSs? Well, you just win. Hmm? How are you at RTSs? I'm not very good. Like, I, I like I like the base building kind of stuff. Like, I was I actually broke out Tropico 4 over the weekend and just built myself a little communist paradise. <laughs> how is Tropico? Like, that's the game that's, like, always uh, on sale on Steam. And I just see it's, it's like, fine. should I get this? No, nah, I mean it's fine. <laughs> That's not a very glowing recommendation. No, I mean, it's 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 if you if you want to build like if you like building the base part of stuff, like it's mm-hmm. kind of like it's like a really light Sim City. I got you. Okay. So I, I just want to see the Murph review on uh, Steam reviews, where it's just like it's fine. It was fine. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the thing. Like, I think most what games we should fine. do is like. If we're going to create, like, a reviewing, like, if we're going to be, you know, slightly taken seriously with reviews of games, we'll have, like, well, Curtis will have one review, Clegg will have another, me was, like, the three adjectives, Murph's review is just going to be one basic sentence. It's like, Tropico 3, it was fine. Uh, Dark Souls, the best thing. Pokemon, it's meh. Pokemon's, uh, there you go. That's your statement. Murph just makes noises on his. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I'm, I'm going to do this. Amnesia. Right. Ooh, that's scary. Um, Civilization. Oh, quick, quick note. Amnesia free is now. free right my time now. Go? Ooh. Amnesia I, is free right now. Already. Just so for everybody. Is it no. a machine for pigs or? The first one. The first one yeah. is free until, I think, Thursday. Yeah. Gone Ooh, home. Scary. Oh, great. Uh, feel free to chime in with games, guys. I'm I'm trying to think of okay. some painkiller. Uh, hmm? Painkiller. I never played painkiller. Okay. Mario Kart. That fucking blue shell. <laughs> I was just Gosh, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> edit this now. Dark Souls. Oh, great. Know <laughs> your solid five. Haven't played it. Okay. Clegg, feel free to jump in on this. I'm loving this. <laughs> One sentence reviews with Murph. Call of Duty. What's up, bro? <laughs> Half Life Two. Ooh. Huh. <laughs> Where's the three? <laughs> yeah. uh, Half Life uh, Three? Question mark. You're like Al Pacino and like Scent of a Woman. Half Life Two. Um. Here's the storm. Who- <laughs> I think this is a sound effect. Yeah. Like, just, just me kind of. Go. I'm waiting to see the reviews of like Steam. Like, Steam reviews are already funny as it is. Oh, wait. Because these are always funny. Sim, uh, The Sims 4, any Sim game. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah. we'll, we'll end this for now. We'll, we'll probably do a little bit of it next week. Thank you guys very much for watching us on YouTube or listening to us via podcast. Um, you could like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash that new show show. You can follow me on Twitter at that game, um, at Chase Bunker. You can follow the podcast on, tw- on Twitter at that underscore game underscore show. You can follow Murph on Twitter at Dork Night Show. That is Dork, then Night without the K. Yep, like at the time of day. And then show. Um, and if I if I also me and a buddy at work uh, we are now doing some let's plays on YouTube we've right. got quite a few up yeah uh, 
it's under his name. I'm I'm just I'm just the guy yelling in the background. So it's uh, youtube.com slash Maximum Tomato. His name is Mike, my name is nice. Murphy. Alright. Maximum tomato. tomato. I will make Mike sure. and Mike N hyphen or N apostrophe Murphy. Alright. So like Mike Mike and Murphy. Alright. I can get behind that. So it's gonna be Curtis, we now need to compete. We have a competition in Let's Plays. Huh? We're gonna try to do a Let's Play channel so we can compete with them. There you go. And, and Chris and Andy, our friends over at Chris and Andy. For the first time ever, I've logged into my Twitter, and I can tell you that I have been tweeted once. And really? Strange. <laughs> I could have sworn I've tweeted you, like, multiple times. Like, see if it's me. See if it's me right now. No, it's actually Gamer Nation Radio. Really? Yeah. Gamer Nation Radio. Yeah. All right, let's plug all of our friends real quick. All right. So we um watch Chris and Andy. Uh, Chris and Andy play on YouTube. They're friends of the show. Listen to... Um, Game Ration Radio, our friends uh, at Self Made Dame and Johnny Boy, check them out on Shout Engine and of course on iTunes. Um, Geekly Podcast with our friend Mel Weezy, who is probably one of our biggest supporters ever. Like, man, that, that theme song is just incredible. It is like them, and of course, like he's a big supporter of Mega Rant, who follows me on Twitter for some strange reason. It's like you're much too talented to follow me on Twitter, but um. Mel Weezy, yeah. Um, Mel Weezy's one of our biggest supporters of the show. Of course, like, everybody else, you know, they're friends of the show. But by God, he just supports like everything I do. So I cannot thank that man enough. So also check out that sports show. I'm, it sounds like I'm man crushing, but I'm not fully. Um, uh, check out that sports show if you actually like sports. But if you're listening to this, you probably don't. So that's okay. Other than that, Chris, I forget anything. Don't think so. Murph, did I forget anything. You're good with me. Clegg, did I forget anything? I think you're all set. All right, cool. Thank you guys very much for watching, and we will talk to you guys next week.